This episode of The Legend of Retro is sponsored by Detroit Beard Collective. Dot com, where you can find beards of all shapes and sizes. You can find your collection. Nope, you can find beard supplies such as beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, combs, shampoos, all the tools you need to feed your beard. Not not necessarily purchase collections of beards. Where do I get a beard though? From your own face, typically. Now, you're an unfortunate fellow who who obviously can't grow a beard too well, but if you are a person who has great facial hair, Detroit Beer Collective is the one to help you out. Well, tell you what, I may not be able to grow facial hair, but I sure as hell can appreciate it. That's right. And you know what I can do? What? Spend money. That's right. You go on DetroitBeerCollective.com. If you spend $25 or more, you can use the offer code MCGAMING and get 20% off your order. That's great. That is great. I so, can spend more money on beards that way. Right. Uh, well, what? On beard items. Thank you. That's, I'm scared now. No, don't be. That's, That's okay. So so thank you, Detroit Beer Collective, for sponsoring this episode of The Legend of Retro. Remember, everyone, use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout and receive 20% off your order of $25 or more. And get some beards. Supplies. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. This is Chops and Craig WK. And we're here to talk about a magical game. (laughs) Yeah, magical. Full of power levels and golden hair lots of golden hair more golden hair than should be in a series probably we're talking about dragon ball gt final bout for the playstation it's yep. it's, it's a great game it sure is a game chops you're not wrong about that <laughs> oh craig this is gonna be fun <laughs> anyways so gt Final Bout was made by Bandai, and it came out in North America uh, in 2004. Ooh, so came out in 2004 as a re-release. As a, oh, I'm sorry, as a re-release. It came out in 1997. Yes, July America, 29th. Yeah, July 29th, 1997. Um, and it takes place. So, well, first off, this is like the this is the last PlayStation Dragon Ball game to be released, mm-hmm. and then they moved on to PS2. But during this time, you had released the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z series, but then GT was out. Uh, yeah. uh, and they decided, for whatever reason, to focus on on this that part of the, the great history. I like it. I know you, you're you not a huge fan of it. I, I have qualms. qualms. About, <laughs> I have qualms about Dragon Ball GT, uh, which we'll, we'll get to in the uh, when we start talking about the, the series as a whole in a bit. But uh, but so it's a fighting game, yeah, right? It's yeah, a so. 3D fighting game. So similar to like how Tekken was, minus the whole like rotating of your arena. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a 3D fighting game, primarily one-on-one based. Like a 2.5D and and then, right? I mean... Because it looks 3D, but you don't really like move around each other. You just sort of stay on the same like 2D field. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we'll call it that. Um, yeah, but there's 3D characters uh, or yeah, polygons. Yeah. So uh, it's a fight, straight up fighting game. There's a story like tournament mode where you're just kind of fighting characters and uh, 
um, progression, mm -hmm. um, but it's based off of the GT series. So for this, you have your main characters as Trunks, Pan, and Kid Goku. That's right. Uh, for those who... Well, I, I guess for those who aren't familiar in the least with Dragon Ball, we, mm -hmm. we can give a quick synopsis. It's basically like an adventure fighting series, action adventure fighting series, yeah, kind of, yeah. uh, where this kid named Goku starts his journey way in the beginning of Dragon Ball, and then there's Dragon Ball Z, and then GT, and, and now there's even Dragon Ball Super mm -hmm. uh, that's going on. But uh, basically, it's about uh, this world where there are seven magical Dragon Balls, and if you gather them together, you can make a wish. And the whole premise of the series starts based on that. Yes. And they go on all these adventures, have fighting tournaments. and Fight aliens. Yeah, they stuff. eventually go to space and fight aliens. and stuff. It's it's a really fun series if mm -hmm. you've never gotten into it. Uh, but GT is like the sequel series to Dragon Ball Z, but it was never actually made by the original creator. They no. just sort of did their own thing. Yes. And it, I would definitely say it jumped the shark. <laughs> A lot. Yeah, kind of. Right from the beginning. Basically, the premise is there's these black star Dragon Balls that are on Kami's Tower, and nobody really knew about them, but I guess Emperor Pawar did, or Pilaf, sorry, kind of did. And then uh, stuff happens to where he wishes Goku was a kid again. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, these Dragon Balls, once used, scatter across the universe, and you have to go to different planets to get them, and it turns Goku into a kid. And that's like yeah. the whole basic premise of it and there's stuff that happens along the way but mm -hmm. for this game you have the the main characters from the series kid goku pan trunks you have gohan as an adult you have piccolo and then they started adding in z characters from the dragon ball z series so uh-huh which uh, i will say it did sense. it did add my favorite character Yes, it added Frieza. Lord Frieza, the, uh, one of the primary villains of the original <laughs> Z series. Probably the best villain of the entire series. Oh, really? I, I dare say. You say that. I, I know say, that. I, I think Cell is the best villain of the series. I don't think Cell's the best, but I do really like Cell. I'm not gonna like hit. I'm not gonna like knock Cell down or anything. We'll, we'll I do get, enjoy. Him. We'll get into this uh, tiff in another <laughs> another time. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so you have Frieza, Cell, Boo is part of your main villain. Yeah, Majin Boo, Kid from. Boo, um, and then you have Vegeta. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You have. Um, let me pull up my list so I get them all here. Um, well, you also have like you uh, have like the Super Saiyan forms of them. Uh -huh. So, including all characters that are also unlocks, you have Super Saiyan Adult Goku, Goku in his GT outfit. You have Kid Goku Super Saiyan. You have Trunks from the future from the Z series Super Saiyan. <laughs> it's so you, have, you have uh, uh, Super Saiyan Vegeta, and then you also have Vegito, uh, which is the fusion form of. Of Goku and Vegeta with the uh, Patara. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, the godly earrings or whatever. There. So for the for the people who are, <laughs> I guess I'm getting really deep into this. Yeah, nobody like knows what me. else. I know what you're talking about. Nobody else knows though. So in just as a uh, just as a funny little aside here. So in Dragon Ball Z, uh, one of these like godly beings give Goku and Vegeta the, these earrings. And it fuses you together to make this like infinitely more powerful version of yourself. Yes. And it's funny because they kept the name the same, even though the 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 joke doesn't really make sense. Right. So you combine Goku and Vegeta, and you get Vegito, 
which doesn't make sense until you consider the fact that the the Saiyan name of Goku is Kakarot. Yes. In the Japanese version, it's Kakaroto. Yes. Hence why it's Vegito, because that's the combination of the names. So, like, in America, it makes no sense. Like, they called him Vegito, and it just, the, the gag doesn't And, and yeah, they changed mean the anything. spelling of it, too. In the game, it's V-E-G-I-T-O. In Japan, it's V-E-G-E-T-T-O. Oh, yeah. Which is really funny, too. That's weird. Um, they also call, instead of referring to him as Kid Goku, they call him Little Goku in this game. I don't know if that's a Japanese thing, too. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's the same, but I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, I guess that's similar to how they call him Son Goku in Japan, but and they refer to him mostly as Son. Well, that's his last Goku. name, technically. Yeah. He's Son Goku, and then you have Son Gohan, his son, and then which but, is weird. But, but even but, in the show, though, they call Goku Son a lot more than they call Gohan Son. Like, they call Gohan Gohan. That's yeah, that's true. They they refer to Goku as son more frequently. Yeah. At least in the Japanese version. Right. But certainly not in the American no. version. They ignore Anyways. that entirely. Anyway, so uh, other characters you can play as is the Super Saiyan 4 version of oh. Goku, which is the uh so as I like to call it, it's like the V-neck pink sweater uh with with uh sweatpants on. So, um, if I may, and the black may hair I? and the tail. I'd like I, to, yeah, I, have I guess a few go words. ahead, you can rip on this guy too. <laughs> For, Go for it, Craig. For, Crush for the my people, dreams. For the people who are not all that into it, in 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 Dragon Ball Z, you you there's a like a transformation called Super Saiyan, where the character's hair turns gold, and they get like way more powerful. And then there's a second level where their hair is now standing on end, and and it's you know they're more powerful. And then there's, there's like electricity. Around. Yeah, and then there's a little bit more electricity. And they get bigger them. muscles. Yeah, and then there's the third level of Super Saiyan where your hair gets really really long, and you lose your eyebrows, and it's still you get gold a super hair. Super big forehead. Yeah. In GT, the fourth level of Super Saiyan, you would think it, it sort of like continues the trend of like gold hair. No, no. Instead, you get red fur over your body. Your eyes turn red, and then your hair stays black. But it gets long. Gets longer. Okay. Yeah, and you get a tail. And you Basically, get a tail. so you combine. So part of a Saiyan's power is their transformation into a great ape. Nerd. <laughs> at the at the light of a full moon, and. They kind of like use that as a way to like, oh, you've reached this level where you've able to capture that essence or power into your human form. Hey, great idea. I love it. Just it looks dumb. It looks very it dumb. Looks but the, dumb. the the concept itself is kind of cool. Yeah. I give them credit for like you know you know adding that in and stuff. But but so let's go ahead and and the, well, yeah, so the we, character we, we have to do a lot of backstory <laughs> as much as you guys are like well this isn't really a, a talk about the game there's a lot of backstory we have to flush out unfortunately but so yes yeah, so we have these characters they're fighting one on one you have typical grab moves uh, physical contact moves like kicking punching and using your tail if you have one and then you have your key moves which is basically using the energy within and using it as like a blast or balls yeah energy. shooting energy blasts and stuff yeah. like Frieza because uh, I, I played this with Chops earlier to make sure that I, I knew what I was getting into and I only played as Frieza and so he shoots like death rays because yes. uh, uh, he's evil yes that's yeah he's super evil but uh, but other characters that I was fighting, like the computer and stuff, had like you know the the big energy blast, you yep. know the Kamehameha wave and stuff like that. So so yeah, it was. I mean the the general, I don't know the general breakdown of the game is a little awkward because like the X button is only for blocking. It's it's there's no attacks associated with like the, the X it's, button. It's real clunky. So you have a block and you have an attack and then you have a key blast mm -hmm. and then you have like a kick. I think I think it was like a punch, a kick. 
uh, key blast and a block. That sounds right. Uh, and then depending on the way that you're using the, the directional pad kind of determines how those moves function. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, that's the basic controls. There's a way to fly, but, like, it's very <laughs> convoluted how you do it. It's like <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. You have to, like, double tap up, I think, when you jump. Or you press jump and up and jump again. Like, it's a real weird, weird way. And you can basically just float. And then you can have battles in the air, which is kind of neat. But it makes it really hard to fight because if you go past the guy, then you got to, like, fly backwards mm-hmm. and then fly up or, like, float down. There's no, like, angular movement. Yeah. It was, it, I feel like Final Bout on PlayStation is is filled with a lot of great ideas. It just, I feel like they, they pulled it off kind of in a weird way. And in like the controls felt sort of stilted, you know? Yeah, it's almost like it felt very reminiscent of like Street Fighter original. Where like they they, mm. they knew what they wanted to do. <laughs> they and they had the off. idea that was right there, but they just couldn't pull it off. And then you get yeah. Street Fighter Two, which did it. Um No Final Bout Two though. But no, no Final <laughs> Bout Two. No I mean final there was a Final Bout game on the PlayStation Two, I think. But, oh, there might have been, uh, but I'm not. I'm not 100 sure on that. They might have changed over to the to the Budokai series, or they did to jump Kaiji to Budokai yeah. stuff afterwards. But so for this, you know, you have your key blast, but a, a big portion of the of the game is countering, which was very difficult. And I, not, I still don't know hard, how to do it. I had a very hard time getting that down. So so basically, <laughs> the the like when an when an enemy uses a big energy blast on you. It like the the words counter flash at the bottom, yep. and supposedly you you input your own command, you launch an attack, and then if both attacks like strike each other, then you have to like mash the triangle button, and and like push the energy wave to the, your and opponent. It's, and it's supposed to be reminiscent of the show. Like in the series, there's a lot of points at which uh, two characters are locked in a beam, beam kind struggle. of struggle. Yeah. And that's what they were trying to go with, which and, is awesome yeah, because the, I think it's a cool homage to the game. Or absolutely, the yeah, absolutely. the The idea behind it is is really awesome. Yep. It unfortunately comes off as really clunky because yes. it's like you're like originally, until I looked in the guidebook, I just was mashing buttons and I was losing every beam struggle. Mm-hmm. And even when I learned and I finally okay, it's just triangle. It's not all the buttons. And so oh, I, you got to smash that triangle button. It's so difficult. If you miss it in the beginning, <laughs> you've already failed. lost. Yeah, you've already lost. It's it's a surprisingly difficult game. I and I don't know if it's just the fact that they like you know they made the computer AI like be able to like just be so good that the the they don't have to worry about the stiff controls. You know they're always inputting things perfectly or whatever. Yeah, there is a there is an AI mode you can do to change the difficulty of them, um, from mm-hmm. easy hard to normal. But yeah, it, and it and it is a, it's yeah the execution of the game itself is not there. And then you also have these mm-hmm. things like called meteor smashes or meteor strikes, where like in the show, you'll see like points where there's like flurries of punches and they hit them from all over their angles and then they smash them into the ground as like a final hit. Uh-huh. That's essentially what it's supposed to be like. And right. you can get and you could do consecutive ones. So if you're screw, like if you're fighting on hard, Craig, and you didn't see this, I said Meteor One. I did see Meteor One and, and one Meteor combo. Two. And then two. And then there's three. And you can get into like a couple extra of them oh. going all over the place and basically just wreck your your face. Um uh, which oh. sucks. Yeah. But then there's also canceling. Where you literally can just cancel the damage out from a beam blast from an enemy 
And we didn't know how to do that either. Well, it's weird because the, the instruction book is like, just press X. And it's like, oh, okay. And so I like I press X and it doesn't work. And then I'm like, well, okay, maybe I just I'll mash the X button and, and hopefully I'll get it. And I would try it again. And I, the enemy would just annihilate me. And it was like, well, are you supposed to like time it perfectly? Like I don't I didn't I could not understand it for the life <laughs> of me. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting. And then there's also one you saw this one point. There are special knockout tricks, they're called. Oh yeah, it's almost like a like a Mortal Kombat a like finishing. fatality almost. Well, except for like it kills you. Like, that's how you beat the person. Like, yep. they can't do anything. If you're at a certain health point and they use this move, you lose. There's no blocking it. It There's was really no frustrating. It. And, then, <laughs> and you just got beat by Super Kid Goku. Uh-huh. Yeah. The whole time. Yep. I was... But, but Little then again, Goku, sorry. I mean, but then again, I mean, at that point in GT, Goku's power would have been so outrageous, and this is Frieza from early in the series, so yeah. it makes a little bit of yeah. sense, but it doesn't sure make it does, me happy. Craig. Sure it does. It doesn't make me happy. Sure it does, Craig. <laughs> Sure it does. Um, so yeah, that's essentially the game. Um, the ser- the storyline is you're fighting the heroes, and then you fight Baby, which is this, uh, like yeah, shut up. It's just like this <laughs> thing from GT oh. who took over Vegeta, and he's in the the monkey form. He's the big baby Vegeta. So here's the thing, and and I really appreciate the the sort of the backstory behind the villain. So if you're familiar with Dragon Ball, you know that like Saiyans are like the the aliens from you know that Goku is yada yada from Planet Vegeta from Planet Vegeta. Now baby. Name aside, we'll get to that in a second. Is made by like the the a scientist of the race that the Saiyans like took over on the planet. So like the the Saiyans wiped out this race uh, of like really intelligent people, and like the last of their people, the scientist was like, "I'm gonna have my revenge someday." Yep, awesome concept. He makes this like life form that like takes over beings, and it's like parasitic and stuff. It looks really weird. He's like made of metal, and he's like a little little like. Sp- like fairy looking dude it's really weird he looks really weird and his name is baby so oh no what's this when the when the villain takes over vegeta he becomes baby vegeta Mm -hmm. when baby vegeta goes super saiyan he becomes super baby vegeta when he goes into the great ape form known as uh, the uzaru he becomes uzaru super baby vegeta now i'm going to repeat that name just to let it sink in for our listeners and for you, Chops. Ozaru Super Baby Vegeta yeah, is the I, final boss. Yeah, Great Ape Super Baby Vegeta. Yeah, Great Ape. That's what he's called baby in, the, in the game. Is great Ape. Great Ape Super Baby Vegeta. Yeah, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> super Baby. Now, Craig, I. Did you see what he looks like in the game? I actually looked at a screenshot. Yes, I, I saw what he looks like. So here's the deal. He's, he's huge. So big, you don't see his head. <laughs> And when you fight him, he can shoot key, like Kai Blast or whatever you want to call key, him, Kai yeah, Blast. Uh-huh. They go right over your head. They don't even hit you if you're close enough. So, like, you could fight him real easy if you just stand just right and just, like, hit him. Just, like, just hit punch him. him in the knees? Yeah. Hmm. That's incredibly hilarious. Now, supposedly there's a cheat where you can go to play as him in the game after you beat him, but I... I I looked Didn't online and it said the final boss was unplayable. Yeah. I, w- I guess I wouldn't be surprised if there's something or maybe like a, a, like Game Shark codes that let Probably. you do it. That would actually be kind of cool. But just the name that, it, and I get that you know, like a lot of names don't translate very well, you know, across seas and stuff. You know, it, it just happens. But Super Baby Vegeta, that's so 
so dumb. Yeah. That's yeah, so it's, dumb. It's pretty bad. Um, so I played this game growing up. Yeah, yeah. You actually played it a lot when you were younger. This is today, before this episode, is the first time I've actually played it. Yeah. I knew about the game. But so tell me, how did you get a hold of the game? Like, how like how did you like it when you were younger? So my brother worked at the video store local here. Oh, right. Entertainment Tonight. And he, they had it there. I don't know why they had this game there, but they had Dragon Ball GT Final Battle. I was like, uh-uh. okay. And I would rent it all the time. Yeah. I would play it. And they had, like, the manual with it and everything. And... My brother, you know, got our PlayStation modded, and he took it home, and he made a copy of it. So, like, then I had it to own, because like, oh. I could play it whenever I wanted to. Um, and then when they went out of business, I tried to get the game, but I couldn't get the game because the game broke. Oh, that's depressing. But they still had the manual. Oh. And I have that in my hands right now. So, I so have, that manual right there that you have in your hands yes. is the same one that you would look at when you were growing up from the video store. Yes. That's kind of heartwarming, actually. It's, it's really great. I love it, because... It's beat the shoop. The spine is put together. I'm sorry, <laughs> put together with uh, scotch tape, and it's got a lot of curse words written in it. You mean like the the creators added curse words to the instruction manual? Oh no, I mean that's whoever rented this decided to add their opinions on each character's uh, page, and. Uh, uh-huh. Wrote some very offensive things over the characters. How, I mean, you know, we we try to avoid cursing on the show, which I just did. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at this. It's evil. It's making me think of evil things. Um, I'll name. I'll, I'll give you a couple that aren't swear words. Okay. Cell is titled. Uh, someone wrote over toenail fungus. <laughs> okay. Why? Um, uh-huh. Let's see. I don't want to say that one because I think it means something else. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I can say anything about any of these characters. Yep, that's the only one that I can say that's not a All right, uh, choose, a, like, choose, choose a character, yeah. and uh, what's the first letter of the, the word that's written? Um, I'll tell you right now. For Goku, Pan, Trunks, and yeah, those three, I'll start with the letter F. And they're oh. all different bad <laughs> F-words. How is that possible? I don't even want to know how that's possible. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, these are bad. You gotta put that thing down. It's, it's, I Your love eyes are turning it. red. I love looking at it because it reminds me of the game playing it, but they're just like, I'm real upset too because like someone like ruined it. Like you just ruined this. I can't show this to a child. I can't say, hey, let's play this game. Well, how do you play it? Well... Let me tell you how to play it because I can't have you look at these instructions. Uh, but my favorite part about it is on mm-hmm. the last page on the very back mm-hmm. is a poorly printed out, because the quality of this image is terrible, uh-huh. of the World Martial Arts Tournament headquarters where they oh. did their battle. Wow. And it's, it, I mean, it looks kind of cool. I mean, it's it's beat to crap. You're, yeah. you're not wrong, but... Uh, I, it's just kind of neat. Cause it it is. It's it's art from the series. That's pretty cool. And, and in, the sh- in the game, they have... Uh, footage from the series too, uh, as well in the beginning. So um, it's it's great. I love it. This game means a lot to me because mm-hmm. it was part of my love for Dragon Ball. Yeah. And at the time, I had never seen GT, so I learned everything I knew about GT from, from this, this game <laughs> until I watched the series. And so I was like, oh, that's what it means. And uh, it just means that much more to me, even though it's a terrible game. <laughs> like the controls are just awful pretty bad i still would play it and i would beat it and you know and i'd unlock characters and yeah it was a lot of fun that's that's pretty awesome so uh, there's a few things i want to run by 
and uh, earlier when we were playing, you you had commented on the voices, but then you also mentioned that the the voices in battle kind of threw you off. Yes, and there's a reason for that. Oh, great! So the voices were done in the original version uh, by Japanese voice actors. So the the original voices in the game were actually the 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 cast from the show, which is awesome, you know. And even in the European version, they kept the Japanese voices the same, so it turned out pretty great. The U.S. dub was being done by the Ocean Group at the time, which was the, for, for those who, who grew up watching Dragon Ball, they originally had voices, and then the series stopped. They, they like lost the rights to it, or, or maybe they didn't think it was popular enough, whatever, and then they rebooted it with new voices, mm-hmm. with a new company. So originally, the original set of voice actors was working when this game came over. They did not use those voices. Those voices were actually pretty fitting. I feel like they did a pretty good job on their first run. The script was, you know, mangled horribly, but mm-hmm. whatever. The voices were pretty solid. Yeah. These voices are garbage. They are garbage. They're I hate, so I hate bad. to say it. They're just terrible. Here's the the really weird thing, though. So, the the voices themselves, uh, like when they they use dialogue. You know, so like you know, kid, Go- little Goku or whatever is like, I'm gonna beat you up or whatever. <laughs> no, so- what does he say? He says, uh, "Oh man, I was saying it a bunch while y- we were you playing were, it. You were making fun of it a lot because there's a southern accent. <laughs> oh, I hope I fight you or something. Like you're gonna be challenged now. It was like this <laughs> real weird kid southern voice. It's really bizarre. But here's the thing: they only did the the these random voice actors that they found for you know to do this. For their voices, yeah, they did not redo redo the battle. Yeah, so the in battle, it's all the original Japanese voice actors when they're like screaming out the move names and stuff. But when they talk, it's in these weird random voices. Now, is it the original actors from the show? It's the original the the uh, the original Japanese cast do the voice battles and yells and screams like you know from the show from the from the show. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But outside of battle, it's just yep. random American dudes they got to to voice all these characters. Yep. And they, I mean, if they had done the original dubbing voices, like the, the original Ocean Group or whatever, I think it would have turned out okay, like the voices. I mean, that still wouldn't have saved the game. It wouldn't have. But at least the voices would be cool. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just really, really weird. I it, it blew my mind that they didn't even like they wouldn't even bother to like change the rest of the voicing in the game. Yeah, I didn't really think about that growing up. I didn't. It just like yeah, whatever. I just played it because I had fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the music in the game, yes, is is great. It, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's okay. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's I was average. Trying to, trying to poke a bear there. <laughs> so the music in this game is done by Kenji Yamamoto. Now, he worked on a lot of other Dragon Ball games uh, and was eventually placed into the role of doing the music for Dragon Ball Z Kai, the reworked uh, Dragon Ball Z series that cut out all the filler and stuff like that. The uh, worst version of Dragon Ball. A lot of people really hate on it. I've never actually seen it all the way through to, to know for sure. Uh, I, I appreciate the fact that they made it more true to the manga, I guess. That's kind of cool. How do they make by cutting out stuff? Well, yeah, because all the things they cut out was added to the anime version. No, I know. That's what I mean, yeah. I know, so, but, so but I, that's what I like better. Oh, and that's totally fine, and yeah, most people Craig, do. Quit pressuring me into watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. I don't think I I'm have. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing, though. 
So the so he he you know he was in a pretty good spot. He did like the music for Budokai. He did the music for Dragon Ball Z Kai. So things are going okay for him, right? Well, that was until it was revealed that he plagiarized many of the different songs and was not only removed from Kai, but also he uh, they made sure to like change the music of the games he worked in when they've re-released them. Oh, God. Really? This guy, like, they booted him out. He no longer has a job in the industry, to the best of my knowledge, like wow. from my research. This dude plagiarized stuff. Like, some of the songs he's plagiarized. Now, I couldn't figure out if any of the music from this game was plagiarized. I, I don't think it was. But, like, in some of the other stuff he's done, he plagiarized, like, Led Zeppelin, uh, Pink Floyd. It's, it's How? I don't know, man. It's the, that, That's the research I did. Now, because yeah. I it wasn't involved with this game, I didn't go too deep down that rabbit hole. But, yeah, this, this guy, Kenji Yamamoto, did okay music for Dragon Ball games, and then eventually it was revealed he plagiarized a bunch of stuff and they booted him out. Jeez. So... In Dragon Ball Z Kai, what they did is they went back to the original score of the Japanese version, Which of course. they should have stayed with to begin with. Right, because it's pretty good. Now, what I'd like to do for everybody is play the Yamamoto version of Frieza's theme from Final Bout, so you guys can kind of get a feel for the music of the game. And then from there, what we'll do is we'll actually, you know, listen to something else. So, uh, uh, Chops, if you can, go ahead and play us Frieza's theme. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's, it's just spooky. It, yeah, Frieza's theme is pretty spooky. Like some of the other themes are a little bit more exciting. I uh, I feel like, and maybe this is being super nitpicky because we know he plagiarized. I feel like a lot of the the Frieza's theme is like very reminiscent of like classic orchestral music, like classical music and stuff. Yeah, and and you know I think that that's a fine thing to go with for for Frieza's theme or whatever. But I uh, but it's just kind of odd because it. You know, it sort of makes you wonder when you're hearing his, you know, work, is it plagiarized or not? Yeah, and that's all I can think about was like, oh, have I heard this before? It's right, yeah. Catchy. Like, it reminds me of Castlevania music, really. A little, yeah. Which is kind of neat, because I love Castlevania. Sure, Castlevania uh, has great music, but is that what you think of when it comes to Dragon Ball Z? No, no, not at all. No, when Frieza, I just think of evil. And, mm-hmm. and like, it was spooky, it was kind of evil, but it wasn't like, I don't know, it was, it was decent. Yeah, It was yeah. a decent attempt. So the the guy who did the original music for Dragon Ball Z is uh, uh, Shunsuke Kikuchi, uh, which he's uh, uh, he had actually retired after working on Dragon Ball Z, which is maybe why they didn't put him on to like Dragon Ball GT or even the Super Series that's going yeah. right now. But uh, there's a theme of his that really he doesn't necessarily have like a Frieza theme. He just sort of has music from the like stuff happening in the Frieza saga. Right. But this particular theme is a, a pretty kind of 
exciting one uh, involves the uh, him battling Goku uh, in the original series. So I'd like to play this one for a bit just to sort of compare the and contrast the two. And, you know, we'll let the listeners hear it. So it's a lot more chilling. Oh, it's great. It's really good. It's I really so like it. It's so good. The horns and stuff. I feel like they, uh, Kikuchi did a really good job. Yes. And and it's just, I don't know, it's like really kind of pulse pounding. It's like, it's, it's really. suspenseful. Yeah, very suspenseful. Yeah. It, it builds in in a in staccato. Like it, it's, it brings a beat down and then it's like gone. Yeah. And then it brings a beat down and it's gone. But then you have these little pepperings of like cymbals crashing in the background or a little bit of timpani drumming in the back. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, it just builds a literal aura of like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm really scared and nervous. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the, I mean, like when you look at like Yamamoto's score and you compare it to something like this, the original Dragon Ball music, I think oh, that yes. it's just, I mean, there's no comparison. And I get that like, you know, sometimes it's like you can't get the rights or whatever, but like, I don't know, when you have that just waiting in the wings, like good music like that, like, I just feel like, why wouldn't you shell out the little bit of extra money to throw Kikuchi like, hey, this is, we're, we're licensing your music for this game. We kind of own it anyway, so what are you going to do well, about it? it was the last game of the PlayStation. Like... Maybe they didn't. It, 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 to me, that they probably didn't want to spend the money on it because they're already probably building for the PlayStation Two. Yeah, that's probably you know true. why. Why spend that extra bit on this game that's kind of on the tail end of a system, anyways, since mm-hmm. the other ones are already out. Well, heck, uh, Budokai though the the big PlayStation Dragon Ball fighting game series that started uh, mm-hmm. Tenkaichi Budokai, which uh, was like the next big thing, which actually got really popular, yes. unlike this guy. Right. Uh, but uh, they didn't even license the music for that. They That's they weird. did Yamamoto's music for that too. Maybe they couldn't. Yeah. And now they're really regretting it because he plagiarized and they can't use his music anymore. Yeah. Which I just thought was really really weird. Like that. Like because you don't. I don't know, like, when you hear about, like, plagiarism in, in video game music, it's usually more homages or, or something like that. And it's yeah. usually... And it's usually... Sampling. Yeah. You know, it's it's something where it's sort of, like, almost like a charming thing. Like, oh, you know, oh, he used this theme. Like, uh, in the original Mega Man game, uh, there's, like, a, a Journey song mm-hmm. is a Lechman's theme, you know, from, from the original Mega Man there. And I don't know, like, you don't think, That's like... That's probably why I like it so much. That, right? Man, <laughs> right? It all makes sense now. <laughs> so why it was like my favorite. I told you guys in like an arch group chat, like, yeah, Lickman's probably my favorite one. 
It's a great theme, and it's based in, and it's at least uh, pays a heavy homage to. Oh, I could think of Journey. a Journey song too that it pays homage yep. to. Wow. And I, but like I don't know, like when you look back on it, you don't think like, oh, they just totally ripped off what jerks they they can't make music in this industry anymore. Right. But like in this case, like apparently he ripped off enough and from so many people that they were just like, yeah, no, we can't even deal with this yeah. man, and it's kind of weird. It's it's kind of a weird, and I mean, the, I think the the Dragon Ball GT final bout history is a little jaded anyway because of the quality of the game. But even yeah. the the legacy of the guy who did the music is totally just been corrupted. It's bad, and and, and like it's the music is just like spaghetti western samurai music, which is like of the genre of, of uh, like you said, it reflects Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. which during that era, like samurai movies were really popular. Um, yeah. and like to be able to not capture nostalgia with a game in a series that has really, I think at this time, uh, like most of America is pretty much enthralled with Dragon Ball Z. We were, we were definitely getting there at that in, time in if we weren't there already. Cause G the, the ser- ball series was not super popular, but it was Z that kind of kicked it off. Oh yeah. And yeah, to not be able to capitalize on on that kind of sucks. Yeah, but I'm glad it. Like, if I was up, I'm glad I didn't because that guy plagiarized. <laughs> like, like think about like what if they had to change all the music then? Oh god, Before yeah. Release like, that, that would really stop. Yeah, really, really bad. So here's kind of a weird thing. So Dragon Ball Z was getting really popular uh, around the year, like by the time like two, the year 2000. 2000 hit. Yeah, yeah, it was like getting real popular. What's odd to me is the fact that the original title of the game is not called Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. No, it's just called Dragon Ball Final Bout. Yeah. They added GT in. Because the characters are GT. And- there are GT characters, but like you would think that they they wouldn't want to like push GT. They would want to push Z. They'd want that to be what caught you. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it's still Dragon Ball. I guess it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But I just feel like it, that was sort of a weird direction when they could have just been like, hey, Dragon Ball Z, final bout. Hey, by the way, you're going to see the future. Like, look at all these characters that you don't know about yet. Like, I feel like they could have totally gone in that direction. Yeah, but then I think they would have expected like... Dragon Ball's actual Dragon Ball Z characters like oh Yamcha, Tien, uh, uh, not Poor. Um, uh, Poor is not much of a fighter. Not Poor. Uh, what what's his name? Um, uh, the clown. Uh, not really clown. Oh, Chaozu. Chaozu. Um, Krillin. Krillin. Like they would have wanted oh, more boy, of those people, but like that's true. I, I don't think uh, if they did that, then they would be disappointing a lot more people. But then again, I don't know because I feel like. Let's face it, Dragon Ball Z is what got popular, not Dragon Ball. Characters like Yamcha and Tenshinhan, Tian, uh, Chaozu, uh, those characters sort of faded into obscurity by the time Z was there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, I don't. I think they could have gotten away with it. I think even without those characters, they could have been like, hey, look at all these Super Saiyans. You love Super Saiyans, right, kids? Well, what about the androids? They didn't have the androids That's in true. there. They or didn't all have the, the androids. Of the cell. They had the the, um, the final perfect, form. yeah perfect Sal you know or any of the Ginyu Force like oh that would have been cool. There's a lot of cool things they could have done, which Absolutely. they did in series future and what we have now with the Z Fighters game coming out. Oh which yeah, it's amazing looking. <laughs> now we'll never um, really but, get an opportunity to chat much about it on Legend of Retro. No, but my lord, are we all excited about oh Dragon God. Ball Fighter Z? Oh my gosh.
I kind of want to just stop and talk about how excited I am about that, but then we'll be really off topic. Yeah, we can't do that. We really can't. But we my can't. yeah, look into it if you haven't. It's it looks awesome. Either way, I think people should play this game because <laughs> it's hilarious and awesome. There are cheat codes you can use to unlock the characters. Oh yeah! So you can get Vegito, you can get Super Saiyan Four Goku, and then you can get oh, and I forgot to mention this. Mm-hmm. There's a playable version of Goku as Super Saiyan in adult form in his GT outfit, which never happened in the series. Oh yeah, um, that's that's kind of weird. So you can play as a form of Goku that never existed in the anime, <laughs> um, and then you can play as like Super Saiyan little kid Goku, Super Saiyan Trunks from the future, Super Saiyan Trunks from GT, which are both in there which is super confusing that's as well. very confusing why um, did they bother adding future trunks in I, I i think he showed up in gt at one point does he i think i that's can't weird. remember but I, I could be wrong i can't remember that's so weird um needless to say i feel like people should play this game craig i don't know what you think i if you're a huge fan of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT and Dragon Ball Super. If you're a fan of but the series. But not a fan of Dragon Ball Kai. Because if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Kai, you're not a real fan of Dragon Ball. <laughs> I, I, can't, I haven't seen it to be able to weigh in on it. But I feel like you're being very, very harsh. But I'm also being harsh to GT, so fair enough. If you're a fan of these series, I think it's worth trying. Yes. If you can find it cheap enough. If you can find it for free, do that. Free, yes, free. That When I say cheap enough, that's what I mean. So this is a rare game. Is it that rare? There wasn't a lot released. Oh, I so, can imagine. So it's not an easy find. I think like if uh, there was like $100 maybe be for the game on the cheap end. What? $100 is on the cheap end? I, I'm pretty sure. Um, All right. For our listeners, <laughs> if you know somebody who has this game, beat them up and take it. Yes. Do not pay money for this game. At least not a hundred dollars. Yeah, if you could emulate it, do that. But yeah, we don't we don't recommend legally rec- uh, uh, <laughs> emulation due to you know legal concerns. Yes, but here's the thing: a hundred dollars for this game is way too much. See, I don't think it is, but that's because I'm crazy. You you are. You have to be. If yep. you if you weren't yep. willing to shell out a hundred dollars to get this game, yeah. If I could get the game in its original disc case mm-hmm. not broken with a manual that's complete and not graffitied and doesn't have horrible horrible curse words yeah. let me see that <laughs> then oh. i would love it oh that's a really bad word oh on piccolo too it's an unfitting <laughs> bad word uh, never mind i don't even want to look at that yeah. anymore needless to say you should play this game but don't pay too much for it <laughs> no don't it's it's worth trying out if if not for the more for the morbid curiosity really yeah yeah if you're a fan of Dragon Ball and you love really, really crappy fighting games, really, really crappy fighting games. Yep. Really, really crappy fighting games. Yep. Play this in Robo Pit. <laughs> hey, Robo Pit was way better Robo than this. Was great. Robo Pit was solid. This oh, this man. game is garbage. I love Robo Pit in this game. <laughs> that was like alternating between those two. Man, I had the I had the life, didn't I? Yeah, you you sure, sure had did. you sure had a Childhood chops. <laughs> oh man, is there so so? We've talked a fair bit, fair amount about this game. Uh, before we get too into like the series itself, and we start babbling about how how much we love or hate Dragon Ball GT, which is not what these people have come to our podcast right, for. Right? Is there anything else that you have about Dragon Ball GT Final Bout that you'd like to share? Um. No. 
play the game. That's it. I just play the game. I want or you to not, play it. I you know, you whatever. No, I want you to play it. <laughs> All right. It, it, it's yeah. It's it's worth it's worth a, a if you can get it for free somehow. Then it's worth. Come worth, on worth over. It. I'll let you play it. <laughs> I would wish not my worst enemy. I. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go ahead and jump into this week's Retro Relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. So, for this week's Retro Relapse, we have a Sega Genesis game. We do. I'm really excited about this game. Now, this is a game you played in your childhood, right? Yes. I never, I, I vaguely remember renting it. It is the game Quackshot. Yes, yes. For Sega Genesis. So, I recently got all my retro games set up in my basement. Mm-hmm. So, we were able to dig through my collection. Yeah, yeah. Instead of here at the studio. And yeah, Quackshot is one I played a ton. Um, you star as Donald Duck, mm-hmm. um, and you recently read one of uh, your Uncle Scrooge's books uh-huh. of, of a secret place with some treasure, and you're like, man, I want to go on this journey, and you find clues in a map in the book, and and then Pete is like spying on you like creep with his gang, and they yeah, want to like get the treasure before you do. Mm-hmm. And then you turn into Indiana Jones, basically, in yeah. an outfit as Donald Duck. It's yeah, it's Donald Duck with like a uh, like a like sort of like explorer gear. Explorer on. Girl with gear with his uh, hat, typical Indiana Jones hat. Yep, yep. And you have Huey, Louie, and Dewey driving or flying a airplane for you instead yep. of instead of launch, which I thought was weird. Yeah, or launch pad. Launchpad McQuack really should have been the one in that uh, yeah. uh, biplane. It's kind of concerning that you're. Three nephews are the ones also piloting the plane. Who who is his brother? Oh, uh, Donald Duck. Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time. Like, who is his brother? You so, know this? So here's oh, this a, is weird. here's a here, well, no, here's what's really weird. So recently, Ducktales has now had has a new like uh, a rebooted series. Yeah, you've probably heard of that. Yeah, I actually watched the first few episodes. I thought you know like oh you know this was my childhood. I'm really curious what they did with it, and I thought they did a pretty good job. In the first episode, at the end of it, the 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 like the boys, the nephews, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, stumble upon a portrait that shows their mother adventuring with Donald and Uncle Scrooge. You don't see the dad anywhere, but then they're like, "Oh my God, it's mom!" and like it, and it shows that like they don't know where their mom is. Clearly, she's not the one raising them since Donald is raising them. Oh, and so it's, it's Donald's sister. It's Donald's sister's kids. Weird, right? And it's actually it feels That's cool though. It is, and I felt like it. It was. It's gonna come off as kind of weird, but I feel like they did a good job capturing sort of the 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 drama of the moment. Like it, it made you think, like, oh wow, these boys don't know their mother. Like it's kind of heavy, you know. That's weird. How would they not know their? That's crazy. They they well, you got to think they're triplets. Yeah, they're not all different ages, and they were raised by Donald. We I don't think they ever ever showed like what happened to like their their mother and by extension father. Throughout the the, or rest of the series. Donald's parents, you only know Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, you only know Uncle Scrooge, so you don't even know Donald's parents. And uh, it's it's kind of weird because the the saga, so so to speak, of like Uncle oh, Scrooge and, and Donald. Because it's great, I love it though. <laughs> well, they, it, they, it's all based on like old comics. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so, and I don't think they ever showed that kind of stuff in those old comic Probably series, not. you know. Uh, but it's kind of interesting stuff. But 
Anywho, so Quackshot. So Quackshot, yes. <laughs> so you're Indiana Jonesing it, and you have three levels to start out. You uh-huh. have Quackberg. Trans- Duckburg. Or sorry, Duckburg. Sorry, I get my, my animal puns mixed up. <laughs> uh, Duckburg, Mexico, and Transylvania. Yep. And your goal is to find this treasure, and you're going through basically a s- typical platformer. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, which functions very well. It's, the controls are pretty smooth tight. smooth platformer. Yeah, it's it's the controls are great. Disney uh, did really good work on their early Sega Genesis games. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quackshot and then like Castle of Illusion is another one. Uh, Even DuckTales was really good. DuckTales on Nintendo. Well, you got to think it's a different studio that did, I mean, Capcom did DuckTales on Nintendo. Right, right, but it's still. This wasn't Capcom. It was, I think, just like a a different division of Disney did the Sega games Mm -hmm. or maybe Sega themselves. Uh, but no, it's it's it honestly is great. Like it controls well. Donald has a uh, like a plunger gun. Yeah. So he he launches like a plunger at the enemy that hits him in the face or whatever, and, and then it stuns him. Yeah. yeah. And so it's I mean it's great. Like the 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 mechanics are solid. Uh, the there's a mechanic where like if you get like what is it like you eat enough spicy peppers. So basically, he has a temperament. And yeah, if you eat enough spicy peppers, Donald gets like furious, and he goes on a, yeah like on a rampage and like swings his fists, and he's able to actually knock out guys. And then you can also pick up popcorn, which lets you shoot, or I'm sorry, corn, which lets you shoot popcorn at people. Yeah, like it's um, almost like a spread shot from yep. Contra. And then uh, that actually knocks people out, whereas, like you said, the plunger stuns. And then you're just going through level platforming. You're jumping on things, getting from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And then you find out you need specific items to progress in those levels. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting because, like, when when we first were playing our retro relapse, I I did Duckburg. I was like, well, I thought the plot told us we left Duckburg. I was like, whatever. And so I go through Duckburg, and I get to this point, and there's this, like, explorer dude. And he's just like, hey, unless you have something that helps you climb, you can't go any further. Yep. And it was like, oh, all right. So we left the stage. And then we went to, to Mexico. Yep. And we get to a point and they're like, hey, you need a key. Uh, some explorer in Duckburg has it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, is that the same guy? And we go back and the guy's like, oh, you need the key. Here you go. Yeah. And then you go back to Mexico. And, and so it's it's really, it's it's pretty cool. And we didn't get for, too much further into it, but you eventually get the climbing gear, which is plungers stick to walls. That's uh, great. And you get to jump on them. And I love it. And I've never actually gotten further than that, because at least I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great game. The it was solid. The music was really good. The music was good, yeah. Sound effects, it was responded really well. It was difficult in areas, but not very not super difficult in yeah, others. Yeah, not so hard, but like uh, there was a point where you were playing where like the these platforms damaged you. Yeah. So you had to hit it with a plunger to freeze it and yep. then jump on it before it got like unfrozen. And so like it, it seemed to get kind of tough, but it w- didn't seem so difficult that it's like overwhelming. Right. It's definitely a game you can, you can pick up and play for a little bit mm-hmm. and then not I mean, you can't save anything, so right, which kind of sucks. But yeah, that does stink. I I had almost thought you like we had picked up a save file of yours because like right at the start, it's three levels you can go to, and I was mm-hmm. just thinking like, well, it doesn't look like a level select like Mega Man. I was like, that's kind of weird, right? And so it it, it the I I think it's a very original way of presenting the game because it it sort of you know adds a lot of like jumping back and forth but not necessarily repeating what you've done because of checkpoints yeah so you could set a flag at the end of the level before you progress to the next area that required mm-hmm. a specific item or ability to get to it yeah it was they i feel like it it's not quite like a, like many other platforms that i played mm-hmm. but it's also 
like a lot of the great platformers out yeah. there. It's sort of it's sort of a unique look into the 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 sort of genre kind of. And uh, I mean, for se- early Sega Genesis, it's it's an awesome game. And for us, for a Disney game to where like they don't want to promote violence or killing things, yeah, and they throw in a plunger as a weapon to like stun. I thought that was really cute. It's a really yeah, I it's really a, liked a it. very clever idea, and it and it functions very well in the game mechanics yeah. because it freezes the enemy. It doesn't like destroy them. Uh, but in certain areas, like we had mentioned, like the platform or the the platform, you know, that you had to hit with the plunger, it, it's they did a great job of involving that aspect into the yeah. game. Yeah, it's just a it's a fun game. On eight bit scale, what would you rate this game? Ooh, uh, you know what? I think it's pretty solid. I don't think it's a perfect game. It's it's a little. It felt a slightly dated, but not enough to the point where it really detracts from it. Honestly, I'd probably say like a, a six and a half or a seven. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'd give it a six and a half. It's it, if I had a little bit more time and got a little bit further into Maybe it, it would I think hit the a, seven. A, I think it would hit that seven. But it as a like a like in Sega's library, majority of the great games are Disney games, and this is another one of those great Disney games you have to play in that generation. It's yeah, it, it was really really interesting to to see a a a Disney game that's actually pretty good because like when you think like the Disney games, you think oh okay yeah the original Nintendo stuff, and that's sort of all I you see, think I about. I think of Sega. I think a Lion King, Aladdin. Um, there's a Mickey one, a Mickey's Adventure one for the Sega. Well, there's uh, quite a few Mickey games on I the can't Sega. I think. Which one it Castle is. of Illusion. Uh, there's, I think, World of Illusion or something like that. And then there's like Mickey Mania. Eventually got put on Sega yeah, Genesis. There's a, there's, I can't remember which one I was thinking of. But yeah, no. It, it, for me, when I think of awesome. Disney games. You think I, Sega Genesis? I, I think Sega. That's so weird because I think the original Nintendo. Yeah. And don't be wrong, like Super Nintendo has some solid ones. Sega, of course, has some solid ones we just mentioned. And I mean, there are other good Disney games out there, so to speak. But like, I don't know. When I think of the the good ones, I think Nintendo. Wow. Okay. I just well, jump immediately to that. That shows like how well they were doing back then. They really were, actually. It's it's sort of depressing that you know by the time you hit like the two thousands and stuff, they were yeah. just all cash grabs. Yeah. They didn't really. They they kind of all stunk. They didn't put much effort into them. And I mean, let's face it. Disney started doing their own video games with their own studio. Yeah. They became more corporate. Yeah. You know, whereas before it was just like, hey, Capcom, make a good game for us. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we got it. Leave it to us. Here's our Disney brand. Go do what you want to do. And they did. They worked wonders. Yep. But oh, well, it it, it was a really fun game. Yeah. Um, I recommend you picking it up, playing it. You won't be disappointed with this. No, absolutely not. It's uh, unlike Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. I don't know what you mean, Craig. <laughs> what do you mean unlike? Uh, a slip of the tongue. Don't worry. Yeah, they're very alike. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, uh, it, but depending, I mean, like, qu- hopefully, Quackshot is not that expensive on eBay. Hopefully, I, guess I don't know. I didn't look it up. Yeah, we haven't looked that up. I'll uh, look it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, while Chops looks that up, uh, I'll I'll babble for just another moment here about uh, Quackshot. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, there's even another uh, Donald Duck themed platformer on the uh, sec- oh maybe it was only Super Nintendo. I thought it was also Sega Genesis. Uh, Maui Mallard. Was another one, Maui Mallard. Maui Mallard. Uh, it, it's like uh, instead of like the the Indiana Jones theme, it's like more of a tropical type thing. Uh, so, what does eBay have to say on Quackshot? Um, so far not too much. Keep going. Oh, okay. That's kind of weird that you're having a hard time finding it. Hopefully, it's not that rare. Uh, if it is, then I've just got a gold mine. <laughs> 
Yeah, you have the original Kinda guide and everything. If you want to buy it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jump on the Discord. Ask Chops how much he's willing to part with uh, Quackshot. Uh, so. Oh, it's not that bad. You can get it uh, incomplete, incom- 16 20 bucks maybe. I, I think it's absolutely worth less 16 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, less than $20, I think it's absolutely worth it. If you have a Sega Genesis and you're into platformers, totally get this game. Absolutely get it. So, Chops. Yes. Are you ready for our RPG protagonist battle? Yes, bring it on. I um, will bring it on, Chops, because I'm Craig. And I want to tell you all about the RPG protagonist battle. Well, why don't you? My name is Chops, and I want to know what the RPG protagonist battle is this week. Suckers, it's Xander. I totally... Oh my god, I totally fooled you guys. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> you guys totally thought it was Craig and Chops, and I got you. Oh, boy. So let me pull back the curtain for you real quick. Uh, obviously I'm not in the studio with Chops and Craig. We can't get the results to the RPG protagonist battle quick enough uh, to match up with the fast pace of how we record episodes, because we are in the future, and just time moves faster here, I guess. No, we just record a whole bunch of episodes at once, and we release them week by week. So, uh, I'm here, um, disembodied, well, we're all disembodied voices of podcast. Um... I'm here cutting in, there we go, uh, to read off the RPG protagonist battle for you uh, for this week and uh, presumably the weeks to come because Craig and Chops are too lazy to go to the studio and uh, do it themselves. So uh, this week's battle is between Frog from Chrono Trigger and Orin from Final Fantasy X. That's right. Orin somehow made it to the semifinals. Right? That's what the semifinals... I'm going to call it semifinals. Well, finals and then... Grand final. Next round is grand finals. This is the finals. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna stick with. So you let you guys let Orin get into the grand final. The dang it, into the finals. This is all recorded live, guys. I'm not gonna go back and edit any of this. Sounds good, and you guys, it makes you laugh, right? Cool. Just me talking to myself in front of my computer. You guys love that. That's what you want more of. Anyway, it's your fault that Orin's here, um, and it's also your fault that from this point out, uh, it's all Chops characters. So good job. Just uh, let the little guy lose. I mean, I'm not little. I'm not a little guy by any means, but, you know, we, we've already discussed how I picked my characters and how Chops just picked the posters. Poster boys, poster children, poster childs, poster child, childs, children, poster children. Anyway, you guys know what you did. So this week's battle is between Orin and Frog. And Orin beat, you know, two, two lousy characters. Well, not lousy. But two uh, two lesser known characters, Ron Far from Lunar Two and uh, Hero from Dragon Quest Eight. So you know that's an easy fight. Orin looks cool enough, that, like on their own, they're they're cool enough, or he's cool enough to beat them, just with his cool hand in the jacket kind of thing. But then he beat Turnip. You guys, you guys let Turnip fall to Orin. How could you do that? But we all know that Turnip was basically Frog in Turnip form. So now is your chance for revenge. Uh, Frog can take out Orin and most likely should. I mean, he beat Gino. You can't just beat Gino and then lose to Orin the next round. That's dumb, guys. Don't let that happen. I know I'm I'm not supposed to have a bias here, but I'm completely knocked out of this contest. 
uh, and I'm bitter about it. So, unless you guys want to have a full episode about Orin, and imagine how exciting that would be, uh, do the right thing and vote for Frog. That's just my opinion. You can vote for whoever you want, but clearly Frog beat Gino. Gino should have won this contest. Frog needs to win this contest. So, uh, that's it. We'll head back to uh, Chops and Craig in the past, and take it away, guys. I think you're just ending the episode. I think that's what what's happening next. So let's go into Craig saying, all right, guys, time uh, to end the episode. And Chop's probably saying something equally dumb and probably in a Steven voice. Who knows? Uh, I'll see you guys. Well, that's it for today's episode. Uh, I'm glad we were able to chat about uh, all this fun stuff here, Chops. Uh, any Anything else that you'd like to give our uh, listeners? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, go to MotorCityGaming.com, listen to all our podcasts that we have on there. We've got The Legend of Retro up there. We've got GameZilla, GameZilla Alpha, and Noobs and Dragons, which is a great podcast. Craig is helming here, uh, where us newbies... <laughs> Chops, Grim, and Jazzy play Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. It's pretty great. And I, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think you guys will enjoy it. I'm definitely glad that uh, uh, you know you guys listened to us today, and we'll see you all next time when the legend continues.